Hey, welcome to Relentless Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martin. Hey, I got an exciting guest here today for you. Today, my guest is Percy Bass. He's a registered dietitian. He's the owner of Head to Toe Fitness Studio in Arlington, Texas. He's a husband. He's a father. He's the author of the new book, The Dope Method. We'll talk about that later in that. And he's not only a registered dietitian, though. He's a tell-it-like-it-is dietitian. Percy, thanks for coming on, man. Man, it's good to have me, man. I appreciate you for inviting me on today to the Relentless Podcast. That's it, man. So a uh, reason I want to have Percy on, man, he's got not only has great information, he's a, he's got to do it the right way out in the world. And we were talking a little bit before we came on that there's there's some people out there doing it the wrong way. So I'm trying to highlight people like Percy. He's got a great story, and I want to tell, I want y'all to learn from him out here. So uh, I want to learn about first is your story of how you got into the health and fitness space because I think your why is so powerful, man. I think if people know that, they'll know what you're all about. So, uh, you know, I, I've been an athlete all my life, right? And so, um, you know, that that kind of came natural. But uh, actually getting into the health and fitness space was, you know, it, it was happenstance. So as I talk about it in the book, uh, it was November. It was Thanksgiving of 2001. Now, prior to that, I had moved to Dallas, um, Dallas-Fort Worth area. And where I was working, I had, you know, uh, got a relationship with a guy, you know, and we was really, really cool. And his, um, and because of his religious background, he was kind of talking about certain ways to eat. And so I was like, okay, so I would listen to him, you know, and and, and I started kind of eating a different way, um, but nothing major, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I cut out beef and pork and stuff like that. But, you know, and because I was always working out, um, people at the job would ask me, you know, some things. They figured I knew everything since I was working out. And so I, um, I would kind of give some advice, but it wasn't anything earth shattering, right? And so uh, it was November, like I said, Thanksgiving of 20, uh, uh, 2001. I, was, uh, I had gone home uh, for the holidays and we were sitting at Thanksgiving dinner. Now, African-American family, you know, traditional Thanksgiving dinner, you know, turkey dressing, sweet potatoes, you name it, we had it, right? And so we finished eating. And um, in customary fashion, my, my mother uh, got up and asked my, my uncle, who was my great uncle, uh, asked him, hey, you know, uh, what do you want for dessert? So he asked her, he said, well, what do you have? She said, well, I got some peach cobbler. I have some uh, sweet potato pie, some pumpkin pie, some you know, pecan pie. And he said, OK, he said, well, give me a little bit of both. Right. And when she when he said that, my grandmother, which was his sister, was like, now, Dan, you know you don't need all of that with your sugar. Now, you know, in African-American community, we call it diabetes sugar, right? <laughs> so the next thing that he said really, like, changed the trajectory of my life. He said, well, Irene, he's like, we all got to die from something, and I'm going to enjoy these sweets. And when he said that, it, 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 it took me back, right? I was like, okay, so you just saw your brother-in-law get his leg amputated because of complications with diabetes you know he didn't have like four fingers cut off because of complications with diabetes you know that other family members have had complications with diabetes but yet and still you're gonna leave these sweets these desserts you're gonna leave your life into the hands of these uh thanksgiving desserts right and so at that moment man i i kind of sat back and it wasn't nothing i really could say at that time i mean you don't you know go against your elders you know at the dinner table in front of people right but I was like, you know what, if I could just gain the knowledge, 
you know, about diabetes, about heart disease, if I could gain that knowledge and actually at a high level, because I wanted people to look at me and say, okay, they would listen. Like, you know, you have people in your family where uh, they think they know everything, but oh, yeah. I figured if I went to school and I got the information right and got a degree in it, then my family members would listen to me. And so that's what I did, man. I um, came back to Dallas and I started researching, um, you know, what's the programs I needed and, you know, uh, found a dietetic program at Texas Women's University, man. I got in that, uh, finished uh, that degree, did my internship at Iowa State, came back and sat for my uh, registrations exam, man. And that's what catapulted me into getting into the nutrition space um, just from a simple conversation at a dinner table, man. Wow. That's amazing, yeah. man, because so many people would have heard that and be like, oh, well, that's that's not good. And just going about their business. But, man, you were like, hey, this ain't right. I, I got to change something. That's what makes you different, man. That's what I like about you. And, and if yeah. people don't know, listen to what he all went through. I mean, a degree had to sit for it. I mean, this is a weekend certification this guy went through to learn about this stuff. So tell, tell them kind of a little about your training. Like what in, went into Like what kind of internship did you have? So um, so it's funny because like when we when you get when you graduate and you have and you go in and it's called a matching system. Right. And so um you, you, you have like three schools that you want to go to uh, for, or three internships that you want to go to. And so you write those down and then the schools, if you like, if you're their number one and they're no, your number one, y'all match. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there was, you can go from six months to 18 months, like internships. And so I'm thinking like, all right, well, six month internship, I'm, I'm good. So uh, Iowa State has a six month internship. And so I'm thinking that, oh, well, that's going to be easier than doing that 12, 18 month internship. And so when uh, they were my second choice and I was their second choice, so we matched. Mm -hmm. So I get there and, and come to find out that, yeah, it's six months, but we had to do everything, you know, in like two week increments opposed to like one month increments. So it was, a, it was, it was pretty intense, right? Because we were doing our modules and, our rotations like every two weeks opposed to a month. So just learning about uh, the intricacies of, of diabetes and just going to the different hospitals, sitting with different patients, um, you know, looking at different foods and how they affect the body, man. It was it was eye opening, um, learning, learning about renal disease and, you know, effects on the kidneys. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more to it than just saying, hey, you know, you need to you know drink water. Or, hey, you need to eat this but you know how it affects the person individually and so yeah it was it was a uh it was a process but man i i wouldn't go back and do anything different man how about that winter that first winter you had up there how was that first winter bro listen 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 i'm glad you asked that right because it i got there and when i got to um to uh cedar rapids i you know unloaded and everything and got settled in the next morning I went, couldn't crank up my car. And when I, and I was like, you know, so finally I was able to get it and I got it to the, uh, to the, uh, the gas station or well, you know, a little, um, place where they worked on cars and they were like, uh, yeah, man, you, you, you must not be from here. You didn't winterize your, your vehicle. Right. And so, uh, they had to winterize the vehicle, make sure that the gas pump wouldn't, uh, you know, freeze gas line wouldn't freeze. And then man, just being on Iowa state campus, walking across the, the, uh, mm like the yard. I mean, I had never experienced anything like that. Like you think something's in your nose, right? But it's your nose hairs and <laughs> froze, man. So it was, bro, it was, it was bad, but 
again, man, I I enjoyed every minute of it, though. Yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, they just they just crammed your 18 months into six months, so they didn't tell you that crammed, part, huh? Yeah. They crammed 18 <laughs> months into six months, man. So, uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's, I just want people to get a, get a background that, you know, like I said, it, you get some people to get a, a weekend certification, and they know it all. Man, he, he's, he's been in the trenches, seen it firsthand in the hospitals and all that good stuff. So, um, so oh, yeah. man, you've been in the game for a long time. What, what's kind of your nutrition philosophy? So, uh, it's kind of twofold, man. Um I always tell people out the gate, like nutrition doesn't have to be boring or bland. Um, one thing about that is when people, you know, come to me and they, I say, okay, well, we're going to talk about cleaning up your diet. Then they be like, oh man, you're going to have me eating twigs or you're going to have me eating broccoli <laughs> and, and, and dry chicken breast. And I'm like, nah, that's, that's not what I do. Right. Oh. Like I'm not going to, you know, I, I don't eat broccoli and dry chicken breast, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to have you do it. Right. Um, understanding, man, that the way we cook our food sometimes, um, putting certain foods together, uh, spices and herbs, man, brings out the flavor. Right. A lot of times we forget what food really tastes like because we, you know, we've doctored it up so much, man. And so just getting people to understand that healthy eating doesn't have to be the first of all, it doesn't have to be the same thing every day. Now, some people can do that if they want to, you know, just stay on a strict regimen, but you know, it doesn't have to be boring and it can taste wonderful, man, putting certain things together. And so that's really what I push towards people. And then on the back end, I let people know that, uh, you know, you have food, you have quality and you have quantity, right? Because I, I work with a lot of people who want to lose weight. And I always tell them, like, you know, it's, it's food quantity is 1A, but food quality is 1B, right? And so... Um, you know, you can, you can eat the healthiest diet, right? But if you overeat it and eat more calories than oh, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you need, then you're not going to lose weight. Like that's just what's going to happen. Right. But I also tell people that, Hey, so that's food quantity, but I also say on the back end, we need to be eating the right types of foods, right? Because you can be in a caloric deficit and lose weight. Right. But if you're eating, I know you might've heard the Twinkie diet, right? Oh, like yeah. if you eat 1200 calories of Twinkies, you're going to look like a Twinkie. Right. You're going to be built like a Twinkie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though you might have lost weight, we call you skinny fat. Right. Oh, so, yeah. hey, I saw one the other day. This dude ate nothing but potatoes, just right. potatoes. Yeah. He looked yeah. like a potato, man. You nailed it. He looked like hey, that's it, man. So, you know, I, I, I try to go about it by, you know, just, you know, keeping it simple, giving people the, uh, the understanding that, you know, we can you can still add things into your, your meals, you know, try different things. And, you know, just make sure that if you're trying to lose weight, you know, be in a caloric deficit, but you don't have to starve yourself. And then just start eating some of the right foods, man. Just, you know, don't just eat trash all the time. Yeah. And, and the thing about that is your advice is so good because it's sustainable. It's not some, oh, man, I'm on this for, you know, January. And then I, I fall off because I, I hate eating like this. It's a way you can actually enjoy your food, get results, and keep at it. I mean, that's that's a great advice that you'll you won't see everywhere. So that's why one thing is it's so awesome because that's why you get results long term. If you can do it long term, you can do it right. So yeah. uh, kind of kind of related. What are some diet nutrition myths you wish would just die forever? <laughs> uh, so you say nutrition myths that I wish could just die forever. Um, well, one is that eating after seven o'clock is going to make you gain weight, right? Like, I, you know, people come in there like, Percy, you know, I, I try not to eat after seven o'clock. And I'm like, okay. And I ask them why? Well, because if I do, I, I'm going to gain weight. Like, you know, that apple is, that apple is 80 calories at 659 <laughs> and it's at 701. It's still 80 calories, right? Like, 
you got if you get in the calories they need that you need throughout the day as a whole, then you'll be fine. And I do tell people like, hey, you know, that you, you don't want to eat and then go right to bed. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to, you know, you know, shovel some food in your mouth and then go lay down. So give yourself a little window. But if you're staying up until 12 o'clock, then if you're hungry at 930, have a snack. Like, why not? As long as it fits into your you know, your, your, uh, your, your calories for the day, you, you're going to be fine. Right. And so I understand about intermittent fasting. I do intermittent fasting every, you know, every so often I get all of that, but for the person who is just coming and trying to get into it, man, we got to keep it simple, man. We can't be making it, it, it hard and you have to stop eating at this time and start eating at this time, man, just eat sensibly eat within your caloric, you know, realm and you'll be fine, man. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. So, so I know that you we share kind of a similar philosophy on this. Um, what are your thoughts on carbs? They're the devil, right? You can't eat carbs and be successful, right? Man, I'm a. Hey, first of all, carbs are your first energy source, right? Now, a people, I, I saw somebody say the other day. Um, they posted a picture, and they, they had a piece of meat. They had some tomatoes. They had some lettuce, and uh, they had like some mangoes, right? And then the person said. <laughs> Man, I wish I had some carbs. And I was like, one, those are carbs on your plate, right? You know, but I didn't want to blast them. You know, I understood what they were saying, right? They wanted some potatoes, rice, and stuff like that. But what we have to understand that, you know, carb gives us energy. It's a difference between saying I want carbs, but I want these processed carbs, Mm -hmm. right? Like carbs are, you know, in, in a diet are very beneficial. Like carbs come from fruit. You know, carbs come from vegetables, carbs come from grains, you know, see, you know, whole grains and seeds and nuts. We could get carbs from that, right? In a good way. What we're talking about that we don't want you to do is eating those processed carbs, like Pop-Tarts, cakes, cookies, chips, and stuff like that. That's what we don't want, right? So, you know, to your to, to what you just said, man, maybe we need to start saying just really saying that. Stop eating processed. Like yeah. processed is the devil, right? Not carbs, but right processed foods is the devil yeah that's exactly right yeah if it comes from the earth you're probably gonna be all right if it came from the probably earth, gonna be all right man yeah. i hate when people say um i can't you know a lady hit me up the other day and she was like uh, i was doing a meal plan for her and she said hey i don't eat bananas and i said okay you're allergic and she was like no nah, I, I just don't eat bananas because they have too much sugar in them and i was like okay i was like um again i didn't want to blast her but i was just like do you like bananas and she's like yeah I, I used to love bananas but it just got too much sugar in them and I was like, well, you got to you got to think of all the other things that's in bananas as well. You know, I mean, we can bring we, we can cut something else out if you really want the banana. Right. And so people don't realize that, man, they, they think that, you know, fruits, they can't have fruits because they have too much sugar and it's going to raise the blood sugar. Actually, with the fiber that's in the fruit, it slows down digestion, which doesn't give a spike. So we just got to educate these people, man. Like I, and I enjoy it, you know, mm-hmm. just like I talk now, I talk to people. Like I enjoy telling people, you know, the truth about it and educating them so they can understand, man, I can still live. I don't, you know. Yeah. Hey, that's why you call him the tell it like it is dietitian. And, it like, and it hey, is dietitian. like I said, he's not going to blast you. He just comes from a place of love. He's just letting you know, educate. And that's what he likes doing. So uh, let's talk about this. What do, I know you see some common themes with your, with your, a lot of your clients. What are some of the most common problems you see with your clients and how do you over, over, help them overcome those? Um, so usually, you know, usually overeating. Um, I, I don't really like for, to, at the beginning, I have people write down what they're eating because we have 
we kind of underestimate what we eat right. sometimes. Sure. Um, you know, somebody will come to me and say, I don't think I eat enough. And I'm like, all right, well, let's let's look at it. Let's let's make sure that this you know, that's the truth. Because, you know, maybe sometimes you are overeating, you're not realizing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, people are overeating, um, not not thinking that their snacks count, right? So they're underestimating their calories. So I really have people take a look at the whole day. Um, people are not getting enough water. Um, you know, they're substituting water with like tea, with, with like sweet tea, not like green tea, but like right. sweet teas and stuff like that. Um, you know, and just... You know, people wanting to actually, you know, lose weight and I, I come to them and, and get them moving um, and just clean up certain habits. Right. So what I've learned is that, you know, if somebody comes to me and they want to like a meal plan, the first thing we do is get them on different habits. Are you getting in enough water a day? Mm -hmm. Are you getting in your vegetables? You know, are you getting enough sleep? Once we get them done on their habits, they, you know, the habits go for about you know, 21 days, they lost about five, you know, 10 pounds. And they, I'm, and that's just cleaning up those habits, right? Mm -hmm. That's not giving them a specific meal plan. That's not, none of that, right? So just getting people to follow the basics, right? And to just, you know, be real simplistic with it, man, and understand that if I can create habits that are good for me, then everything else will fall into place. Yeah, that's it. And, and then, hey, the basics are around for a reason. They've been working our whole lives, right? So they're yeah. around for a reason. People want to get too fancy, I think. And uh, I mean, you mentioned intermittent fasting, which works great for some people, terrible for other people. Yeah. I mean, you start with the basics first, then we can get into stuff like that, right? So you can, maybe we'll look at that down the road. Let's just clean up this right here. When's the last vegetable you ate? I know for a long time, man, I wouldn't eat vegetables. When my son was little, he was, uh, I was like, hey, you better finish your vegetables. Meanwhile, I'm the only vegetables I'm eating is like, if I get some wings, I might eat some celery that goes with it, right? So that's what right. I started. I was like, man, I'm a hypocrite. And that's when yeah. I started eating because, you know, I don't like vegetables. I didn't until I learned how to cook them. Right. So you exactly. how do you uh, how do you teach people that are you know busy? People like I don't have time to cook. How do you help people like that? So, you know, I, I, I tell them, you know, I ask them the question, do you really not have time? Right. Or you won't make the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you can sit around and you can watch Netflix, if you can sit around and you can make time to do other things then you can actually make time to meal prep. Right. And and, you know, then they say, OK, well. Maybe I can do it on a Sunday. And what I do is I tell them again, get some recipes, get some like one, you know, uh, one pan recipes, get some easy, you know, four or five ingredient recipes that, that, that that's going to get you, you know, your protein, get you healthy fat, your, you know, your vegetables and stuff. Get that in so that you won't be in the kitchen all day, but you will have prepped. Right. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, say, well, OK, well, I don't like cooking. OK, well, then let's say you don't like cooking. What's your other alternative? Oh, well, I go get fast food. Okay, if that's what I have to work with, Joe, then we're going we gonna to look at what McDonald's have on their menu. You okay, know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to look at what Subway has on their menu. You know, and I'm going to challenge them, you know, to say, let's go to Subway. If you have Subway, you know, in your office or area, and let's not have a sub sandwich. Let's have a salad. You can make anything that you would do with a sub on a salad, right? right yeah. I'm going to challenge them because all it is a lot of times is them coming out of their comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, if you, if you really are, you know, always on the go, then we're going to figure out, we're going to find restaurants that, that you like to go to like Chipotle. Like I never really enjoyed Chipotle. Right. I never really went to Chipotle until like this, this past couple of weeks. 
And I was walking through the line. I was like, okay, I can, you know, this, these, this is, this will work, right? Mm -hmm. And so, in talking with, um, you know, members and, and clients, like, I, right, if you want to go to these different places, then we need to find what's going to work, right? We need to, you know, you you need to know the portion sizes because they're going to give you more than what you need. Yeah. So once you finish and get that bold and cut that bad boy in half, and then say the rest for later, you know, we're going to learn that. Because if it's true that you really are busy and you can't do these things, there's always an option, man. That's it. And that's real life right there. That's not just, hey, you need to be eating chicken and broccoli all day long and come back right. tomorrow. You know, that's how real life works for people. That's 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 what you're all about. And that's awesome. So um, so in your in your personal life, man, you're coaching health and fitness all day long. You're a business owner. Now you wrote a book sometime. I don't know what spare time because you got you're married. You got four kids. How do, how do you make it all work? Man, I, I try to go by, I try to think about this whenever I, uh, I kind of, it hits me and I, I'm, I'm feeling down or I always say that I chose entrepreneurship, right? Right. Right. And so when, you know, and, and entrepreneur, you know, I think entrepreneurship is a calling, but it's still, it's still a choice, right? So, you know, you have people who have nine to fives, they have nine to five when they come home, you know, they leave work at the job, right? We can't do that, <laughs> you know. We we can't do that. So, um, you know, it, it's times where I wake up, you know, and I'm at the studio, man, and my kids are not even up, right? It's times where I get back home and they go to bed, right? So I have to try to balance it, you know. Like I'm, I'm able to, you know, I've made it to where I'm able to take my kids to school um, on certain mornings, so I can, you know, see them and spend that time with them. Certain days I don't have to go into the studio. So I can be around. I make myself available throughout the day, um, you know, so that if, if school calls, I can be, you know, I can be around making sure that when I get home, spending that time closing the computer, man. Sometimes it's, it's hard because you want to send yeah. that last email yeah. and you want to, <laughs> you know, respond to that last text, man. But understanding that, you know, you might have a spouse that understands that you're an entrepreneur, understands that everything that you go through but they still need their time. Right. So you still have to find that balance um, to make, to make your work, man. And just, and just really hope and pray that you have somebody that understands because some people don't have that person, you know, yeah. but um, you know, understanding that, that this is something that you chose. So, and when you're at the top, you know, Hey, you chose that. But when you're at the bottom hey, you still, this is what you chose. <laughs> chose <man>. so, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. There's there I, every now and then I'll have these days. I'm like, Man, I wish I had a nine to five. I could just turn it off and be done till the next day. Then I'm like, no, I remember working for somebody. I can't do it anymore. So I heard yeah. a definition of entrepreneurship one time. Someone that quits a 40 hour week job to work a hundred hours for themselves. Right, right, <laughs> right. And that, that's true. And it's funny, man, because like now I, I look back on when I was when I was working at the hospital, man. And man, I would I, literally I would leave work. And I would go home, man, and that's when you know DVDs was out, right? So, you, yeah, well, DVDs was out at that time, right? <laughs> and so I had a lot of DVDs like that, right? So I would come home, and man, I'd pop in a DVD and watch like two movies, man. I mean, I had that free time, right? It was literally a lot of time. And then once I got out of the hospital setting, man, and started, you know, doing the entrepreneur thing, man, I, I rarely even watch TV now, man. And it's not because I don't want to. Some some days I just say today's a mindless day, mm -hmm. and I just sit back and I just put Netflix on. I watch some documentaries. I just let it go, right? And it feels good. But now because everything falls on me, it feels like that if I'm doing that, 
I'm neglecting the business or I could be doing something more productive, man. But we all have to have those days, man, where we just do self-care, just allow ourselves to just live, man. But yeah, it, it's, it, 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 it can be hard sometimes, man. I know you know just as yeah. much as I do. It's a lot, man. It's a grind, man, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I know you wouldn't either. So, man, yep. speaking, of the, speaking of the book, let's get into the book, man. First of all, what's the title of the book and uh, what, what does dope stand for? So the book is called The Dope Method, right? So a little bit of backstory behind dope, right? So I know you're in, you're in Alabama, mm-hmm. right? And so um, if you think back to uh, like the late 80s, I mean, well, mid to late 80s, early 90s in the rap game, the word dope started, people really started pushing the word dope, right? Now, th- there is a negative connotation to that word, right? You know, with the drugs and stuff like that. But when they started in the rap game, started talking about dope, that means that something was really, really good, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's, you know, that's on the East Coast and that's up North, but I'm in the South. And so and, you know, I'm in, you know, Texas. And so we don't really say dope a lot, right? Like, Every word almost on the East Coast and up North is, ah, oh, that's dope. This is dope, dope, this, that. So when we say the word dope or when I say the word dope, something has to be like eclectic. Something has to be <laughs> just really, really, you know, nice and, and, and cool, right? So um, I was going through a process, man, where I was creating a program and somebody asked me, they said, what is, um, you know, what do you want people to get, take from your program how do you want people to see your program right and so I was kind of going through some words I was writing words down and I was like all right I want, I want people to understand healthy fit healthy eating that had to be born a bland so maybe that's cool or you know understand that foods you know look look at foods as nourishment so that's kind of live you know I was just writing words down right and so all of a sudden this picture came in my head of a shirt and you know the shirt had the shirt says God is dope yeah, and I was like, I was like, yeah, that's true. I was like, man, but nutrition is dope. Like nutrition is dope. Like I wanted people to just get that feeling. Like when I say it, I'm like, that's dope, right? You know. <laughs> so I wanted people to get that feeling. Like nutrition is dope. So I started hashtagging nutrition is dope and everything. And so um, when I was writing the book, the book had a whole nother name, right? And so um, as I was going through it, I was like, you know what? I was like, we're gonna call this book the dope method because that's how I want people to view nutrition. And so, man, the, the in, in the dope method, man, the D stands for um, decide and declare, right? And so you can have the best intentions, right? You can say, man, I want to go, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go on a trip to Turks and Caicos, right? And you can have all those wants, but it, until you make a decision that you're going to do it, right? Until you say, hey, I'm going to do it. You sign the paper, you know, you buy the ticket and stuff like that. All it is is a want and a wish, right? Mm-hmm. So the D stands for decide and declare. That's the first thing that you have to do, right? And so I have, you know, when I'm going through the dope method with clients, I have them, you know, tell me what, what make a decision on what it is you want to do, right? Because you have so many things. I, I want to lose weight. I want to gain muscle. I want to, you know, I want to do this. I want to do it. Okay, let's make a decision on what it is that we want to do. They make a declaration over that, that nothing is going to keep you from doing that, right? So I want to lose, you know, 15 pounds, all right? So we have a decision, major decision. We're going to start today. Now I need you to declare over that, like, nothing is going to keep me from doing this, not friends asking me to happy hour, not me 
getting distracted. This is my declaration statement, right? So then the O stands for optimize. So what optimization is, when I, when I talk to people about optimizing, I use the computer analogy. So when you say, you know, so your, your, your computer's going slow. And so you take it to get it fixed and you say, hey man, I want, I want to, you know, get my uh, speed optimized, you know, because I want my computer to run faster, right? So that's that, that, you know, the, the Geek Squad might say, okay, well, we can clean it up for $9.99 and it's going to run at this speed. But for $29.99, we're going to put a program on there, put some, you know, clean it up, put some spyware on there, you know, and it's going to run at this speed. But for $99.99, you know what I'm saying, we're going to come in, we're going to clean it, we're going to wipe, we're going to do the hard drive, put this malware, spyware, everything on there, man, and your internet, everything going to be running at fast speed, right? So when we talk about optimization, you know, what, what they're doing is they give you everything to make it faster except what? They don't give you a new computer. Yeah. They just optimize that, right? So we don't give ourselves a new body, right? We just have to optimize what we have. And so I tell people like, okay, you know where you are. Like you might be starting from scratch and you say, man, you know, all I want to do is just, I got to take baby steps. Okay, well, maybe the baby steps is you, you know, getting in your water a day and you eating one big ass salad a day, right? Let's let's take baby steps, right? So that's the nine ninety nine boy, right? So then if somebody said, well, nah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of past that, right? I, I'm ready to go to the next level. Okay, well, let's, you know, get your water in. Let's, you know, let's get you, you know, eating, you know, certain things. Let's get you moving three to five times a week, you know, and 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 let's let's get your sleep going, right? Let's get your sleep for seven to nine hours. That's that twenty nine 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 boy, right? And so that, you know, but it's, it's all depending on you where you are. You can start at nine 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 and then bump your way up, or you might say, you know what, person, I need this whole kit and caboodle. I need that ninety nine 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 boy, and so I want to change my diet totally. I want to go plant based. I want to start working out five times a week. I want to start doing that, and so you you know you just let them know, all right? You know what I'm saying? Let's go for it. But you 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 know where you are. You know what you can handle. And at some point, you know, you know, either you're going to go for the gusto or you're going to start slow and optimizing where you are. Um, the P stands for prioritize me. Right. And we get a lot of a lot of, you know, I know you work with like women over over 40. And so I get a lot of um, people that come in, a lot of women that come in and say, hey, you know, I just, I don't have time, that time thing again. Like, I don't have time because I have to do this for the kids. I have to do this for my husband. I have to do this. So the P stands for prioritize me. You know, when you're on the plane and the first thing they tell you is if the oxygen pressure decreases, you grab your oxygen mask, put your oxygen mask on you first, and then you place the oxygen mask on the kids, right? Why? Because you have to be able to breathe in order right. to help somebody else. But I always tell them, like, prioritize you. Just because you're prioritizing your health doesn't mean that you're neglecting anybody else, right? Exactly. Like, if, you, if you have 30 to 45 minutes a day to, you know, in your day, then go go get some movement in. Like, go, whatever you're going to do. Like, I, I mean, you can lift weights, you can get on a treadmill, whatever. I just need you moving, right? And so or just go for a walk. And so I tell people, prioritize, you know, you in order, you know, with self-care so you can make sure that you're there for the people that you love. 
Man, that's such a big one right there that if we can get that, if we can get that going, because I mean, that's what I work with the women. I, you know, you're going to be a better mother. You're going to be a better you know, spouse. You're going to be a better employee, boss, whatever you are. It is, accentuates everything else in your life. You're not being selfish. That's the thing. They think they're, that they feel selfish that, you know, I'm taking away time from the family. You're going to be better for your family. I mean, that's just the way it is. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And so, and so. You know, initially that was it was it was prioritized um, and planned, and, and plan is still in there. But I wanted to really, really focus on the prioritization. Be you know, prioritize you because we, that's a piece that a lot of a lot of people are missing. And then the E stands for emphasize consistency, right? And so you know, knowing that you know you can you can you know get on that train, man, and you're going 100 miles an hour to start. But then life starts to happen and things start to happen. And, you know, you know, motivation is waning. So, you know, you know, the motivation kind of going down. You wake up one morning, you just it's cold outside. And you just don't feel like going to work out or, or, you know, you're looking in the pantry and you're like, how do I have to get this smoothie again? Or do I have to, you know? And so I, I like to focus on I like to emphasize consistency. Right. Like just get to the gym mm -hmm. like. Make make if you say you're gonna go three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just get there. Because when you get there, a lot of times, you know, just being around other people doing the same thing you're doing can motivate you. You know, you might have you know set out to go in there and, and have a heavy lifting day or whatever, but when you get there, you're like, you know what, let me just get on this treadmill and get this mile in or something. But you're there, right? And so, you know, I tell people like win the day. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just win the day if you have your checklist and you check and you get four out of six you won the day right? right and so getting up and going and working out or getting up getting some movement or you know you come home and you're like i don't want this smoothie but you know you might be able to get a, a healthier breakfast option man just win the day just, just be consistent in those habits you know what i'm saying and then you know winning the day helps you win the week winning the week helps you win the month winning the month helps you win a year, man. And if you win a year, then you're definitely going to be a lot different than you were when you started January 1st. Absolutely. That's, I know that's part of your coaching philosophy. You know, you, you talk about, hey, you can start at the platinum level when everything's just right. But every now and like around this time of year, you might need to go down to, you know, the silver <laughs> or bronze package, you know, but, but keep at it. Don't quit. Just turn right. the dial. You know, Precision Nutrition talks about turn the dial down. If you're normally mm -hmm. on an 8, 9, 10, you may need to be on two or three, but don't turn it off, right? So keep, exactly, keep it up. Exactly. That's what I like about your philosophy on that. Yeah, yeah, man. And I, so, you know, doing and, and to that, you know, I, I coach on the 90-10 rule, right? And so, you know, a 90-10 rule, and, and people ask me all the time, like, man, I hear about 80-20, man. Why you, why you, why you coaching on 90-10? And I tell people, like, like, you know, if you eat 100% clean 90% of the time, that's 10% that you can have pretty much what you want, right? So if you have 28 meals in a week, you know, then you're looking at uh, 10%, that's three meals. That, now I'm saying three meals, right? Mm -hmm. So that means if you if you want three dinners where you can have what you want, that's cool, you know? But it, you know, it seems kind of strict. I'm like, it ain't that hard, but if you want to do 80-20, that's fine. But if I try to hit 90-10 and I hit 80-20, I still get a B, right? right? But if I go for 80-20 and I miss, I'm a C student, right? So why not try to go for 90-10? And if I miss, I'm still I'm still on the A B honor roll. I'm still, you know, hitting the Dean's list. <laughs> but if I'm shooting for 80% and I miss, hey man, I'm a C student. I'm 2.0 around this bad boy. So. <laughs>
I ain't gonna say nothing because I was a 2.0 student, but uh, but <laughs> I mean, I, I love everything. I see, I was, it's real life stuff. You can see it too much that you know that looks great in a vacuum, but what about this busy mom with three kids? How does she make it work? And that's how you work with right there that you make it work in real life. So, uh, how can people pick up the book? Where can they get it? Man, so if you want, if you want to purchase the book, man, uh, go to the percybass.com the t-h-e percy p-e-r-c-y bass b-a-s-s dot com um i still got some of the uh some uh, some bonuses out there I, I, I was gonna take them away around thanksgiving but um people are still purchasing the book so it's some really really good bonuses out there uh so i'm gonna have the bonuses out throughout the end of the year and then i might change them up a little bit but the percybass.com you can purchase your book the book is 25 dollars and again it comes with some great bonuses man so Y'all want to grab that, you're going to learn, again, the back history of how the dope method was, was, was birthed. Um, it's some really cool stories in there. Uh, if you like, if you hear me talking just like this, you're going to hear me talking the same way in the book, man, just being real transparent and um, just, 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 you know, keeping it 100 with everybody. That's it. That's what works. I mean, how, can you, how much, what other way can you change your life $25? And that's, that's a steal right there, man. And exactly. what if people, you know, they like your vibe, they like the way, but how, can, could they work with you online? Do you work online with people and stuff like that? I do. So I have a program uh, called the SNAP Method, right? So it's a SNAP Method um, powered by, uh, well, it's, it's SNAP powered by the DOPE Method, right? Okay. And so SNAP stands for Sustainable Nutrition and Accountability Program. Keywords in there is sustainable and accountable, right? We that's just kind of talked about yeah. that. So, um, you know, again, if they, if they hit me up uh, on the uh, uh, dpercybass.com or, you know, find me you know, Percy Bass on Facebook or H2T Fitness on Instagram, hit me up. It's an eight-week program. Um, we go through that. Uh, we, it's the, we have the, the tail phase. We have the teach phase. Then we have a maintenance phase. And so we just kind of go through that in eight to 12 weeks um, so that people can learn how to um, sustainably eat, you know, past the, you know, and not just be on like a program, but learn how to eat, learn how to navigate through, you know, you know, food labels and all of that and going out to eat and stuff like that. So oh, that's, that's, great, that's my, that's my online program, uh, that I do, you know, distance and, you know, anybody around my area. Okay. Yeah, man, that's, that's great. Build those nutrition skills you can use for life. You know, that's not something yep. you're doing for eight weeks. It's for life, man. That's what I like about that. Sustainable. That's a good word right there. So, hey, yep. Percy, thanks so much, man. Y'all see why I wanted to have him on, right? You tell it like it <laughs> is, but man, he's just straight up giving you real life advice you can use right now. There's something you learned in this episode. I guarantee you can put to use right away. So, man, share this episode with somebody. There's probably someone out there that maybe they're, they're struggling. They need to hear what Percy's words today. Share the book with them. I'm going to link that in show notes. If some of y'all are 2.0 students and can't spell like me, I'll, I'll link that. You can just click on it. But, Percy, man, keep up the great work. We, like I said, we need more people like you out there. Man, I definitely appreciate it, man. And keep being relentless, man. I love that. That's, that, that's, that, that's a word right there. That's it, man. Appreciate <laughs> you. Hey, y'all, share this episode. We'll see you next time. Wow, what a great episode. You share that with somebody. I'm going to share with you some awesome sponsors. McWilliams Marketing. They can help your business grow. Regardless of the size of the project, you're going to get a solution that is specifically created for you and your business. No cookie cutter, one size fits approach here. So Amy and her band of fearless marketers can help you with all that stuff that you think you can do, but you're not really that good at it. You don't have time for it. They can do that. They're the experts. It's what they do. Web design, online conversion optimization, SEO, uh, graphic design, marketing, page management, all that stuff. Go let them do that. Don't handle that yourself. Go check them out at mcwilliamsmarketing.com. See what all they can do. They're amazing people. 
Teak Patnick with Patnick Realty. He really does it all in the real estate world. General real estate sales, acquisitions, property management, investments, all that good stuff. You're not just a transaction with Teak. He really wants to build a relationship for life with you. He has built his whole business on prayer, hard work ethic, honesty, and results. You can trust Patnick Realty with all your real estate needs. Hey, I trust my brother from another mother, Teak, and you should too. Give him a call, 256-694-0117, or email him at teak at patnickco.com. Hey, these are awesome businesses. Go support them. They're out supporting positivity, and they will do you right. Have an awesome day.